Good afternoon. Hey, Jerry, did you uh, like the look of that Northland poll? Well, you know, um, uh, we were saying last time the polls were out, we don't comment too much on polls, but uh, obviously there was some encouraging aspects in that. Labor's had their launch. A lot of talk about it's going to be a COVID-19 campaign. Do you get this, um, are you a little concerned that you guys are going to turn up for a, for a scrap and you'll have your boxing gloves and everything and Jacinda's just not going to turn up? Well, look, I don't think it will end up like that because inevitably when you get into a campaign, there is pressure to talk about the next three years uh, and to defend the last three. And while uh, there's, there's no question that the government has done what any government would have to do in response to the COVID-19 uh, crisis to this point, uh, now that we're facing the, the uh, you know pretty tough economic times, worst times in 160 years according to the Reserve Bank, uh, then there has to be a different conversation. And if there isn't, then uh, you know, I guess that's, uh, that, that is a problem. But we're ready for that conversation. And it was fascinating yesterday that the uh, headline policy that came out of the Labor campaign launch was a, a rebranding of National Party policy. And I, I think you know, that sort of tells you a little bit uh, about the, the inability of the government, even over the last three years, to deliver on, on things other than uh, the COVID response. What was that policy? Uh, that is the, we call it job start. That's where people are encouraged to uh, take on another employee if they can. Uh, our policy would give them a, a $10,000 grant to do that. Uh, their policy, I think it was $7,500. Would there be any cut to services if you form the next government in order to pay down debt? No, that's a complete uh, uh, misnomer that's being put out there by the uh, Labour Party. They're talking about this uh, $80 billion worth of cuts over 10 years. Uh, look, you know, the government's annual expenditure runs to hundreds of billions uh, and uh, we would not be able to cut that. You can't simply cut education, health services and other things out of the economy. The, the uh, challenge is to grow the economy and to do it domestically without the uh, uh, ability to, to rely on export economies to the same extent. So what do you guys do you think is going to be the other policies that are actually going to win the public over when there seems to be such a concern with people just worrying about keeping the border safe and the health response? And I, I guess the implication from Labor is that they're the only ones who can be trusted to keep New Zealanders safe. Yeah, I think that's uh, completely wrong too. Uh, every every government, any government, would have would have done pretty much what these guys have uh, have led. Uh, and yes, the communications have been superb and all the rest of it. And no one's taking away from that. Uh, but to suggest that uh, the only ones that can look after the border is wrong. And if you look at the border arrangements at the moment, uh, they are very ad hoc, and there's, there's, there appears to be no plan for how that uh, will, will uh, become more organised in the future. If you if you think about it, we're never going back to what we had before, ever. It's uh, the same effect as the, uh, 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 what was it, the 9-11 attacks in New York uh, 20 years ago. Everything changed at that point, uh, and everything has changed now. So quite quite a different approach is going to have to be taken. Okay, uh, uh, and Jerry, we don't have much more time. Just a quick word about the National Party list. Uh, Christopher Luxon at 61. Alfred Nara has gone down. What did you make of that? These are guys who are going to win seats, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's uh, the way it tends to work. Uh, whether whether Christopher Luxton was at uh, 1 or, or 75, it wouldn't have mattered. The, the same result occurs. And look, I've always said in my own case, I'm, I'm, because of our party rules, I'm at number two. Uh, but if, if, if I had to get into par uh, Parliament on the list, uh, then 
yeah, that would be an absolute disaster and have no right to be there. So uh, he's got a seat he can win. Is it a, a little bit of pressure being put on Alfagnaro by um, by putting him so low down so he's really going to have to win that seat, putting the putting oh, holding okay. his feet to the fire? Alfred's a, a great member of parliament, and I think he can win that seat. Uh, we believe he can win that seat. You're up against uh, Phil Twyford, who, despite being the architect of much of the uh, non-delivered policies from Labour, including Kiwi Build and Light Rail, etc., uh, is number four. So he's going to be in Parliament anyway. And we think uh, Alfred can win that seat. Jerry, one last question. How significant is New Zealand marking 100 days since the last community transmission of COVID? Very significant. And that's what's so puzzling about the uh, warnings about uh, secondary infections, secondary waves, and uh, uh, the, the instruction for us all to uh, get used to wearing masks. I saw Ashley Bloomfield the other day saying we should all be wearing a mask one day a week just to get used to it. Uh, it's very puzzling. People have made a big effort on this and uh, they expect to get the, the reward of relative freedom. None of us are complacent about it, I believe. It's, uh, it is something that is going to be with the world uh, from this point on. Thank you very much. It's National Party Deputy Leader Jerry Brownlee. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much.